The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor QNB. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com. Few organizations have had as much impact on American law as the Federalist Society, a group of conservative and libertarian legal thinkers founded in 1982 as a counter to what they saw as a liberal orthodoxy in the nation's law school and many of its courts. Its first faculty advisor was future Supreme Court Justice Antonin Scalia, and over the years the group has gone a long way towards changing the conversation about American law. The Federal Society is having its annual convention starting today in Washington. Featured speakers include Supreme Court Justices Samuel Alito and Clarence Thomas, as well as nine of the people who are on Donald Trump's list of 21 prospective Supreme Court Justices. With us today is the Federal Society... Federal Society's longtime leader and executive vice president, Leonard Leo. Uh, he met with Donald Trump yesterday and discussed the, su- su- the Supreme Court vacancy. Leonard, thanks so much for joining us, um, especially since it's in, in the middle of your convention. Um, what, what's the mood at the Federalist Society right now, given Donald Trump's election? Is it celebratory, excited, or is there a mixture of concern over uh, you know, what, what the next few years will hold and, and how Donald Trump will approach the law? Well, I think there's a lot of exciting anticipation about um, the incoming administration, in particular the opportunity to um, – Phil Justice Scalia's seat with an individual who has a devotion to limited constitutional government. Leonard, when you spoke with uh, President-elect Trump yesterday, did you discuss specific nominees? Uh, President-elect Trump made it very clear in yesterday's meeting that he would be selecting a nominee for the Supreme Court from the list of 21 people who he had put out during his campaign. And we had a very uh, thorough conversation about that list and the need to move forward soon, evaluating those people and winnowing the list down. So, so I guess that means we can exclude uh, Ted Cruz and, and some other folks who are off, off the list but have been speculated about. Based on what I heard yesterday, if someone is not on the list, they're not on the list and not being considered. Leonard, let me uh, ask you, you know, Donald Trump was on 60 Minutes uh, the other night, and he reiterated that he wants to appoint uh, pro-life justices, justices who will vote to overturn Roe v. Wade. But at the same time, he said that the one-year-old decision legalizing gay, gay marriage is settled law. How is it possible to, I, I know you're somebody who doesn't just care about a bottom line result, you care a lot about, uh, you know, legal, you know, legal method and, and how a justice gets to a result. How is it possible that, that he might be able to appoint somebody who would hold both those thoughts? Well, first of all, I think the way Mr. Trump talks about the court's jurisprudence is shorthand, and probably the way non-lawyers think about jurisprudence and the courts. Uh, 
So when he talks about the abortion issue, for example, I think what he is probably suggesting in a more casual way is that there will be abortion-related issues that have to be before the court in the future. There are lots of follow-on regulations to abortion involving partial birth abortion, fetal pain, and other issues that the court hasn't fully resolved. Um, and so I think when he talks about Roe v. Wade, that's probably the way he's thinking about it. In terms of the Obergefell case and gay marriage, I think the marriage issue, right, has been decided by the court last year. And in his mind, uh, there may be other issues involving uh, LGBT matters, but obviously the marriage issue has been, been decided, and it's not as broad an area uh, as some of the uh, issues of abortion regulation that, to this day, still percolate through the courts. Leonard, when you your society made up that list, part of that list, to give to Trump, what were your major concerns in choosing candidates? Well, they weren't our major concerns. I had had a very uh, uh, productive discussion with then-candidate Trump, and he wanted uh, people who were going to be bright, uh, courageous, independent. He felt that one of the big problems we've had on our Supreme Court in terms of moving away from the Constitution is that we've had justices who are weak, who don't have the courage and decisiveness to apply the Constitution, as, as he would put it, as it was meant to be. So I want to thank our guest, Leonard Leo, uh, the executive vice president of the Federalist Society, uh, talking about the potential next Supreme Court justice to be nominated by Donald Trump and the Federalist Society's annual con convention. That's it for this edition of Bloomberg Law. We'll be back tomorrow. Thanks to our technical director, Reginald Bazile, and our producer, Mark Siniscalci. You can find more legal news at BloombergLaw.com and BloombergBNA.com, plus an invaluable website for the legal community at BigLawBusiness.com. Coming up on Bloomberg Radio, Bloomberg Markets with Carol Masser and Corey Johnson. Carol, what's on the agenda? We are live from Finley Galleries in Midtown Manhattan. We're going to be talking with the director and CEO at Finley Galleries. Talk about the art market uh, as another asset class. So much to cover on this Thursday. Back to you guys. Fantastic. Thank you, Carol Masser. Stay tuned for all that and more here on Bloomberg Radio. This is Bloomberg. The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor QNB. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com.